Hello, everybody. This is Death by a Thousand Crits, the D&D actual play podcast where I, Dante Longoria, your kind and loving dungeon master, try to kill my wonderful PC. Kind and loving? Debatable. You started off on a debatable (laughs) note. Already. I don't want to confuse our audience. The first sentence. You guys. uh, (laughs) Tricky territory. That's my wonderful cast uh, for everyone listening. (laughs) Uh, And we're going to introduce them right now. First off is the glamorous and electric Matt Thompson. Hello, Matt Thompson. What do you mean glamorous? I don't know who you're talking to. That's why. (laughs) Is there another one around here? Stardust. Hi, um, I'm the old man. I'm the old one, and I'm the one who thinks he's funnier than he is. So just bear with me on that. Much appreciated. <laughs> Next, we have the cool and ever flowing Hunter Stanley. Flowing, flow. He's talking about the flow of hair. The flow. That just sounds like he needs to see a doctor. He's flowing. What are you talking about? I got a hair. Go ahead, guys. I got a Go ahead. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Hunter. <laughs> Tell the yeah. people who you are. Here I am. I'm here to play the game and, um, you know, break the rules. I guess that's the name of the game. See how Be far I'm going to go before he yeah. kills me, like, with no rules to say. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we have the mysterious and boisterous... Josh Kinnear. Oh boy, that's a, that's interesting. <laughs> it's mysterious because we can't see past his ears. <laughs> I I'm pretty much just gonna be angry the whole time. <laughs> He's here to hit something. That's it. Yeah, this I want to hit stuff. This is and not probably gonna miss. <laughs> He's our real no. life barbarian, but not as really yeah. on the camera. Uh, and last, but definitely the least. Uh, what, That's right, our, Dang. Uh, That's right. Brilliantly above average, Joaquin Longoria. You're goddamn right. Brilliantly above That's average. Right. I, I'm the blood brother in this group. And, uh, <laughs> blood is my business, and I know that's going to turn some heads, but... Uh, you know it is what it is, and it's it's challenging ideas on this podcast. That's what Wait, we are do. You, are you a phlebotomist? What are you, what are you hinting at? Uh, anything you blood, s- really? Anything really? Anything blood? Uh, yeah, anything. I know. I'm I know about nothing it. about that. A true Dip blood. Dip me uh, in that sweet velvety red, and that's my uh, business catchphrase. Uh, <laughs> right, that's who is it? Real, real I told challenging ideas I? on this podcast. We'll tackle. We'll tackle Wait. all the all the hardest <laughs> topics. Wow. <laughs> Shit nobody talks about. Blood, where does it go? Where does it come from? I don't know. You're all about the blood, and and then we got Hunter, who was all about the flow, so I don't know. Blood and flow. Blood and flow. Also, find us on SoundCloud, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Blood and flow. When is your your demo dropping, guys? It's It'll still in progress next year. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yes. already done. Next year, <laughs> and it already did. So it's always dropping. We fucks with time, and that's that's our theme. <laughs> it dropped a year ago, and it's still oh dropping down and down and down. I think oh, I made a huge man. mistake. This is this a huge mistake. an enormous mistake. <laughs> now, all Dante's ideas. So anything that happens is all his. Fault. Heard the cats, Dante. Heard the cats. Uh, all right. Continuing. <laughs> now for everyone. 
everyone who's new to the show. This is our very first episode. Hey. So everybody's new to the show. Everyone's Everybody. new. Hell, we're new to the show. Uh, You're new to I'm the show. I'm just going to give a little description Should of I what subscribe? this, this I uh, subscribe. <laughs> I want podcast subscribe. is about. The DM's um, cute. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> we're all little, little baby kitty cat. <laughs> 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 meow, meow. <laughs> Hurt us. Oh, great. This is going to be a great first episode. Yeah, can we, we, can we just rename park. this podcast Derail the DM? That's what I'm going to say. Hurt the Derail cats. Derail <laughs> Again, for everyone who's new, everyone's new. This is a campaign of high risk. Punches will not be pulled. Villains will actively attempt to kill the characters if the need arises. And decisions, big and small, have consequences, both good and bad. So, in, Game of Thrones was more laughing. Yes. Yeah, and uh, without the final think, two think, seasons. Yeah, yeah, let's forget about those. So, more, we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's for our other cat. Our other podcast. Yeah, the other, other podcast. Also part of the Herding Cats Network. <laughs> that's that's going to be the name of Hunter's production. Herding yes, Cats. Yes, Herding Cats. But it's like Herding with LLC. A-R-D. Yeah. Oh, I love it. TM, that's TM, gold. TM, 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 TM. Copyright, copyright. Copyright the shit out of that. Come on. I think that's how that works, right? Yep. You say it five times before anybody else does, and you're good. Oh, just got to declare it. That's all you have to do. Yeah, five times. No I, more, declare. No I declare copyright. <laughs> there it is. Oh, wonderful. Now, this is the part where I would actually normally recap our last episode, but since we don't have any last episodes, since this is our first one. You could just tell us about your day yesterday. Being excited, yeah. Uh, we're just going to get right into the adventure. <laughs> Everyone ready to go? Yeah. Woo! Let's do it. Let's get into it. It's the late afternoon in Neo-Rem. The summer festival is just days away, and the residents are out in full force, decorating the town. Streamers are being strewn across regal white roofs. Arcane power lanterns dance elegantly in the, in the sky in a kaleidoscope of colors. Joy and elation permeates the air. A crisp breeze cuts through my, the mild humidity. The market vendors are abuzz, calling out to every passerby with the hope of selling their wares. Fry bread! Come get your fry bread! Hey, you look like you need a new shirt. Half off for the festival. Trinkets, trinkets for you, your love, your kids, your pets. Now, red huts, get your red huts. In the middle of the ruckus, an odd pairing can be seen admiring the vendor's inventories. Matt and Hunter, please introduce your characters. Why don't you go first, uh, Captain? Absolutely, no problem. I will be playing Orin. Orin is a... Uh, He's about middle-aged, but he's an Eldarin, so that's kind of vague. Uh, he's an Eldarin elf, and he's seen some stuff. Let's put it that way. He's a combat vet who uh, who has some sorcery in his blood and has kind of taken that in a different direction due to the, the laws of Orothane. So uh, he's he's strapped. He always carries his, his enchanted arcane revolver named Honor. And uh, he's he's taken to traveling the the high seas and and getting by, however he can, and uh, finding jobs where he can to help out those he deems worthy of his help. If you want to put it that way. 
And he doesn't know about his fake ancestry, right? Oh, no, not at all. No, he's, yeah. he knows he's an elf, of course, but uh, yeah, he doesn't know about any of that other stuff. Dope, dope, dope. And Hunter? So I will be playing Brill until he's killed. Hashtag kill Brill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Quentin when you need him? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so... A good friend, a great Brill. T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, Hunter. I apologize. Brill is a uh, likable little guy. He's a warforged, but not like most warforged. He's uh, about four feet tall. He's built like a a kettle drum. He's, uh, he's, just, uh, he's just a little ball of fun, literally. He's got some funny little arms. Uh, overall, he's got a wingspan of six feet. So now the real question is. Why is he built this way? And that's a good question. He doesn't it's kind of like know. If, if an orangutan and BB-8 had a baby. Exactly. Oh, that's perfect. It's <laughs> cute. It's cuddly. It's a little frightening. That's our friend Brill. <laughs> Brill and Orin have been friends for a while. Uh, Brill's just kind of grown up on the streets. The mean streets of Orthane. Yeah. So he knows that uh, Warforged aren't always treated respectfully or as, uh, you know, like sentient beings. So right. he's chosen to hide his metallic body in a big old cloak and a hood and all those things. And he tries to pull off the likeness of Dwarf, seeing that he's about the right size, about yes. the right uh, girth, you might say. So what would Orin and Brill be doing right now as they're, you know, rummaging through the crowd and... A guy, guy's calling out, fry bread, come get your fry bread, and hey, you look like you need a new shirt. What are they doing? Orin is all about shiny things and food. So those are really what's catching his eye right now. So and is that why just scanning the crowd. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Real is shiny, so. <laughs> yep, he's just not edible. That's why he's still around. So, yeah, Orin <laughs> is just kind of scanning the booths and looking around, and, and, and you know, he's looking for work. He's looking for work, too, so anything that looks like an opportunity. Um, yeah, Brill's, Brill's always by his side. He's the, uh, I think Oren likes to think of him as a pet, but uh, Brill's the real <laughs> brains of the game. <laughs> and uh, Brill's we always close by. Yes. Brill, <laughs> Brill's uh, hardly paying attention to the to what Oren is wanting to buy. Brill's really observant all the time, so he's always looking around, watching, listening, what people are saying and what they're all seeming to think. You guys see this this merchant, real ornate hat, uh, real, real gaudy, uh, kind of waving at you, Orin. He's going, hey, 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 come come see what we have over here. Come see what we have over here. Uh, it's, Orin it's kind of half-heartedly waves back and leans over to, to Brill. Do we, do we know that one? Uh, he doesn't check out in my memory banks. Come, 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 come. You've never seen the likes of my wares. Come, come. He starts waving. In fact, he takes out like this, this shawl, and he's waving it over his head. Uh, <laughs> Orin is kind of just coming off of him. Like a little <laughs> just stops and kind of stares. He's taken in by that. He's just kind of like appreciating the show more than anything. <laughs> Dude, it looks like he starts dancing ornately, and he's still calling, "Come, come see my wares!" And he's just dancing all over the place now. Orin, uh, yeah, yeah, he's interested. So Orin will wander does, over that like, way. Orin's gonna kind of make his way that way. <laughs> sure. Uh, oh, oh, oh I'm, I'm so glad you saw me. I'm so glad you saw me, sir. That was a, that oh, was a lovely dance. What do you call that? 
Oh, that's uh, that's that's what I, that's something that I do to to uh, draw a crowd, if you will. Come, what 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 would you like to see? You guys, you guys look at at his little shop there, and it looks like he's just selling like nice fabrics and and textiles and you know uh, cloaks and and jackets and shirts. Oren's um, already holding different swatches of fabric up to his coat, and which has seen better days. So he's holding the f- swatches up, and every time he holds one up, he's just kind of like side eye down at uh, Brill, like, yeah, yeah. What do you think? I'm not even looking at Oren. Not even paying attention. So Brill, so Brill is Brill is actually while while he's looking at all the wares, Brill is pickpocketing Oren to make sure he doesn't spend money that he doesn't have. <laughs> All right. Hey. Give me that roll. This is the yeah, first, first roll. Uh, and, it's, it's, and it's friendly it's fire. You're going to roll on me? Oh, yeah, okay. And then Brill Here's kicks his ass. <laughs> Brill, you're going to roll side of hand. Oren, you're going to roll perception. Oh, God. Let's get it on, baby. It's a motherfucking roll off. Oh, roll off. Oh, yeah. Give me All that right, sleight of hand. We got a ten. That is hey. Oh yeah. Mm, that would be a twenty-two for Orin. So what, what does Orin do as he perceives this and he sees? Hey, that? I mean he's used to it. This is not the first time. Brill, <laughs> and he knows. Orin knows. Brill's looking out for him. So it's just kind of like he doesn't even look down at the hand more than just kind of reach down and slaps it away, and then keeps trying on the most ritzy, expensive fabrics he can. Wonderful. After after Brill gets his hand slapped away, Brill just like pats the coin purse. That's like, he knows exactly where it is in his jacket. He just kind of pats it like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, shopkeeper goes, sir, would you like to buy anything? I have, I have, one, I have wondrous materials here. What, what, what would you like? That one looks fantastic you know what I would on you. Like, what, I, what I would like is, is really to help you. Uh, one such as yourself with so many wares from obviously wide, wide scope of things here. Um, you would obviously need help transporting such wares across sensitive parts of the geography, yes? Hmm, hmm, I think I, I catch what you're saying. Maybe we should talk after the festival. This is a day of, of, of enjoyment and revelry, not of business such as yours, <laughs> sir. So... And your name? And your name? Ah, yes, I'm Oren, sir. Oren, well met. Well met. Pendolfo Malatesta is my name. I'm sorry, Pendolfo. what? <laughs> <laughs> well, the first character we have is the most unpronounceable person's name you said, Pandolfo. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You said Dolphin Raven what? <laughs> Pandolfo Malatesta. And he, he bows and he hits, he hits your face with his enormous oh, hat. I'm Excuse so me, sorry, sir. sir. What I'm did so you say sorry, is wrong sir. with your testicles? <laughs> All I heard was testicles. I had that once, but there are good doctors here. There are do- <laughs> You'll be all right, I promise, sir. I've heard there's a cleric who can perform miracles of all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> now, as you guys are, are speaking to Pandolfo and, and looking at his uh, at his fantastic <laughs> wares, at his <laughs> Pandolfo Raven or something or other, <laughs> over the crowd, you both actually hear an obnoxious laugh and instantly recognize it 
as that of Captain Tavok Reveda of the Mermaid's Lament. Oren immediately, like, he's feeling the texture. He's feeling the texture of this cloth and just drops it immediately and looks down at Brill, all joy gone from his face. Are you shitting me? (laughs) You look, um, and without making a check, perception check or anything like that, he seems just to be admiring the wares, just like, like you two. He's not at the same stall. He's kind of across the way. Go ahead and make an insight check, boys. Insight check it is. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. 15. Right. I'm going to go with oh, a 10. No, 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 no. Just uh, Oren and Brill. Yeah. Wow, okay. I just wanted to roll really bad. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Can I take his 15, then? If he's not no. using it? No. Yeah. I mean, he can here. have it if he wants it. <laughs> if we all go, yes, ten. he has to obey us. You both yes. got a 10? Yes. Yeah, that adds up to 20, doesn't it? So together. Yes, it does. That's a nat 20. Nat 20, baby. What's up? First one. What's up? <laughs> Dante, um, how make, quickly I'm do you want I'm going to make a roll over here for me. And we win. Okay. Um, he seems, again, like he is just admiring the wares. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like he's seen you two, but something at the back of your mind Based off of your guys' job. Because right now you you two are on a job, correct? Yes. Correct. From a source. We don't have to get into that right now, but... Um, Secret. <laughs> you can kind of assume he may be here for the for the same reasons as you. As you guys are both airship captains, Orin and Captain Veda. And there may be something else afoot while he's here. What would you guys like to do? Orin's so gonna kind of go ahead, bro. Go ahead. What you got? Guys are in sync. I think we're yeah, both we gonna do the same thing. So I I look up to uh, Orin and I say, uh, the last I heard, he was on some trip way north. He shouldn't be down here. I heard the same, lad. I heard the same. Now, has he seen us? Do you think? Hmm. Well, you are one of the loudest people I've ever heard. Well, I. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes. <laughs> you hear you hear that obnoxious laugh again. <laughs> and then even more loudly, it seems impossible. What a lovely pair of earrings. How much? <laughs> what? That's highway robbery. Oh, I'll take them. I'll take them. As he's rooting through his jacket for the coin, he lazily looks over the crowd. And as he reaches again into his to get his, his pieces, he looks at Orin and he gives him a knowing wink and oh smile. Oh my god. This is like two mm. two opposing clicks at the mall. Yeah, man, that we're gonna start bastard. walking towards each other, snapping uh. like the sharks. What's up? <laughs> what do you what do you what do you do? <laughs> well, Orin and Brill. Captain Raveda has has spotted you guys. He blinked at Orin. Uh, or winked at him. Blinked, not blinked. or winked? Because, like, <laughs> blinks can blink wink. indiscriminately. Yeah. If people are taking that as, like, a sign of something, you really need to, like, <laughs> it's like blink when you wink loudly. It's just a big blink. Well, they're both kind of uh-huh. sexy. Whatever. Anyways, Captain Veda winked at Orn, gave him a knowing mm. smile as he's paying for these earrings. What are you guys doing? He's just over there. He instantly puts the earrings on his ear, both ears. Uh, which are just completely full of, of outlandish earrings already. Or, Orin's gonna kind of 
He, without breaking eye contact with the other guy, with uh, with his his counterpart there, he's gonna kind of at the side of his mouth to Brill. Well, we've been seen. Now, can we still find out what this bastard's up to? And just stroll directly over there. Um, yeah. Yep. Just straight up to him. So with Oren going straight up to him, uh, Brill is going to take a more indirect route, kind of staying to the walls and in the shadows and behind things. Dope. Uh, go ahead and make a perception does. check, Brill. I'm assuming you're looking around, right? Trying of course. To perceive of course. Things. Yeah, he's always, always. Always on the lookout. Very perceptive, little man. Oh my gosh, can I not roll at all? Not I rolled tonight, a five. Yeah. With my plus seven mod. Good God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's a 12, but it's filthy. So oh, it, explain God. explain what you're looking for. Are you trying to look for somebody in particular? Are you looking for... No, no, no. So Brill, Brill is going... He's also going to uh, Captain Rebeda. Mm-hmm. Uh, that general area. He's trying to... He'll stay about 10 or 15 feet away from... The captain Ford. and his okay. uh, oh, what's the what's the name? Did you see the other one? What other one are you talking about? Yeah, what other one? The, his got, uh, co-pilot. What me? Ah, uh, so who's usually uh, with Captain Reveda? Um, kind of how you two are is Kava, and you don't see her. You don't see okay. her. She's her, his first mate. You don't see her at all. Um, and I'm assuming that makes you a little edgy. Um, Brill is, he's kind of skirting around the outside, like the furthest distance from Captain Reveda as he gets closer. So along the walls and stuff. But he's also listening to what Captain Reveda is doing as well as like, you know, people around selling their wares. And things. So as he gets closer, he's hearing more and more of what Reveda is saying. Although, apparently, you can't miss it. <laughs> Extremely loud. Oren, as you are walking towards Captain Reveda, again, you've seen you've seen this guy many, many times. Uh, he, ha- he has an obnoxiously over-large over, uh, jacket that he wears, and the, and the, the lapels and the, the collar are flipped up. Um, straight up just peacocking, right, so that people know who he is. His feather on it on his <laughs> tri-corner cap is is enormous. I'm a fan of this guy. Every everything is just <laughs> boisterous with with this man. You walk over and he goes, "Oren, my boy, my boy, what a fortuitous event to see you here on this most auspicious day before the immaculate summer festival." Still a fan of adjectives, I see. Very, very good. <laughs> indubitably, my boy. Indubitably. <laughs> Still not your boy. Never have been. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm enjoying the festival. Everyone knows oh, this is the place yes, to be yes, yes. for, for the for the uh, summer festival. You know, Neo Rem. Yes, of course. Yeah. Mm, excellent. Uh, what, what about what you? you? What are you really doing here? Um, he starts to get, he, you see his gaze get more serious. Uh, this is a dance you, you two have played many, many times before. 
<laughs> so he winked at you, and now we have history of you two dancing. I know, right? I think this there's a lot of romance a warm in here. There's a lot of ex-lover vibes going on right now. <laughs> oh, I know yeah. Long I sea voyages, both. man. Long <laughs> sea voyages. You guys are both like such peacocks, too. I mean, <laughs> right now our our feathers are out and we're just circling each other around the flock, so. <laughs> shaking our feathers at each other. What what is Orin wearing? Can you describe? Orin, what he's okay, wearing? yes, yes. Orin Orin thinks he dresses well. He tries to dress well. He doesn't have the funds to really dress well. So his clothes used to be very nice. They're not exactly falling apart. They're not rags, but they've seen better days. Uh, they're, they're a little dirty. They've got some worn spots, maybe some holes that he hasn't noticed here and there. But uh, he, he does try to take care of himself and put on a, 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 a good face. He looks at you very seriously now. He does. I think you know why we're here. We're, we're tracking the, the wild magic surges and ore things that they haven't been seen for hundreds of years. And now all of a sudden they're popping up. Hmm. We. I'm on a job. We. We. So your compatriot is here somewhere. Excellent. Excellent. It's been too long. And Orin's kind of looking around, trying to find that other half. It's kind of making him nervous that she hasn't shown herself yet. It was I has and things have changed since we've last seen each other and Orin go and make perception check alright Orin would be happy to 14 not too happy with the roll but I'm happy with perception in general you, even, even with that 14 you notice that there's something odd and off about Captain Reveda his jacket and everything about him always seems outlandish and, and over the top. But now it seems like there's something that's making them seem even more so over the top, even more gaudy, even more loud than they normally are. Um, and you get this sense that, that something is truly off and different about Captain Rubeda. Hmm. You also feel a hand on your shoulder. And all of a sudden, you hear this massive sound of thundercrap. <laughs> Both of you and Brill hear that. And we're going to go to the next scene. Ah, come on. Now, <laughs> every town no matter how posture poor, always has their naysayers and near duels. The ones who look down on anybody showing excitement and being festive. The grumps and the grouches, the angsty teens and young people who are simply above it all, lurking in the shadows and grouping themselves with like-minded individuals. Did you say LARPing? You see LARPing in the shadows? <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> If, if you're no. LARPing in the shadows, you're doing that's wrong. what we do. You gotta be out in the you gotta be out in the open. <laughs> <laughs> now, Flunk amongst that. amongst a group of very annoyed-looking preteens, teenagers, and twenty-somethings, <laughs> one voice can be heard above the rest. Joaquin, please introduce your character. Um. Mort Basgard, and I only believe in three things. The truth, the cards, and the facts. As a wizard, 
I am no longer destined to be on the path of straight and narrow. Instead, I must navigate the shadows to find where the shadows <laughs> cast shadows. <laughs> I'm only one of a minority who sees through the lies of deceit and can see the bigger picture. These streets are filthy, and I'm not the hero this world deserves, but armed with this knowledge and my supreme magical talent, I will have to befriend the darkness to reveal the light. Just spider. So Mork is a uh, Mork is a <laughs> Wow. That was real just cool. Like, that was outstanding. Yeah, he sounds until you see him, I think. But Mork is a uh, <laughs> Don't worry, fans. Mork's a badass. <laughs> okay. Mork's Mork a badass. Fucking... You'll get it in the, you'll get Mork it in the is... newsletter, guys. You'll, you'll Mork is nice. in his own noir film constantly, I think. <laughs> <laughs> So he's Mork is a Mork Basgard is a uh, uh, portly and a shorter than average half orc. He's a six level wizard, and he wears a black duster with a collar that uh, has no right to be as tall as it is. <laughs> <laughs> this world's just full of peacocks. That's what constantly popped. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so he has uh, kind of greasy black hair. It's, it's pulled back into a tight ponytail. And he wears a, uh, a T-shirt, quote-unquote, that's made of chain mail. So it looks just like a white T-shirt. But uh, it's uh, not exactly clean for the most part. <laughs> Does it have a logo for, like, his favorite bard? Embroidered on the front of the chain mail. Oh, absolutely, all of his graphic scrolls, all the shit he reads. Uh, he graphic has scrolls. his favorite favorite uh, heroes on there from his graphic scrolls. But he's Imported obsessed from with the a. Far uh, East. Oh, absolutely! It's where you get the best clothing, the best uh, <laughs> best graphic scrolls for sure. So he's obsessed with the competitive tabletop card game uh, that he plays, which is called Wizards of the Land Master Mage. Uh, so he always wears a, a bandolier like Chewbacca, uh, which holds his card deck builds, and that's actually how he cal- he casts his spells is through the cards. It, that, those are his spell books for exactly. our listeners. Uh, wizards need spell books, and that's how Mark Basgard uh, use, utilizes that mechanic. Flavoring, <laughs> baby. Flavoring. Ooh, it tastes good. Mm, mm, mm. It's spicy. <laughs> it's nerdy. <laughs> even even Mork is nerdy. And this is D&D. <laughs> it tastes like, like comic book guy. <laughs> He's like the so, guy from The Simpsons. The uh, comic oh, book. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. It's exactly. Looks like a uh, love. Issue 29, <laughs> Radioactive Man. <laughs> so, uh, why is Borg even at Neo Rem? Unless you don't want to say that right now. You just believe no, in the cards, man. Oh, There's absolutely. a convention in town. There's, that's one of the pillars of uh, Waddle Mama, or Wizards of the Land, Master Mage. Is you got to believe Mama? in the cards, for sure. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's what all the true gamers call it. Waddle Mama, baby. That is the worst acronym. Waddle Mama. Wizards of the Land Master Mage. <laughs> you guys really get it. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
playing? What <laughs> <laughs> reality are we in? This is the greatest game there is. That's what we're well, I'm done with the podcast. I just want to play Waddle. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to try that. Check out our other pod- podcast, Waddle Podcast. We can be updated on the most sought after cards and newest deck builds. <laughs> Brought to you by the Herd Ads <laughs> Network. <laughs> so, what, again, so, why is why is Mark there? So, so Mark is at this plaza. He he was in a wizarding school in the transmutation school. Which is uh, where you get the best careers, and uh, you know he left school, but he he's kind of part of the, the underground scene a little bit as a uh, transmuter, as a transmutation wizard. He kind of gets a little bit of access into uh, currency and uh, maybe a little bit of counterfeiting. Mm. So he uh, he's been doing a little bit of work since he's been out of school uh, with the maybe the less palatable folks of the underworld but he uh he's investigating now uh, there has been a spike in arcane energy around this plaza and he's been sent to investigate said claims not not to interact with anything just to investigate as he is first and foremost an investigator trying to find the truth he wants <clears throat> to believe it's like you gotta believe I want to believe the truth is out so, there. The mold- <laughs> of the, group. the whole monologue that you introduced Mark with, that's completely in his head, right? Oh, absolutely. All okay. the time. Okay. But he, he so, can whip that out. Like, anyone that, asks yeah. him, that's, oh, it's there. Oh, but yeah. He's, he, he's the main character. He always has main he, character moments, for sure. Is he also just... <laughs> is Sweet he also boy. just outright just, like, complaining about the festivities and stuff? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. He's he's walking around I'm like, oh, God, I hate this place. Uh, <sighs> Everybody's celebrating. What are they celebrating? They don't even know what the celebration's for. Honestly, if you look back at the history, the celebration is incredibly racist. There's 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 roots that lead back to. He's all about conspiracies and uh, looking back into the histories of things and uh, finding things to, to basically tear apart the fun. Of any celebration or a <laughs> gathering. Um, more to his left, he hears a young elf girl uh, muttering to herself, but also loud and obviously loud enough for others to hear. She goes, ah, this is so lame. I don't even want to be out here. My, my parents made me. I just want to be, I just want to be at, at home playing Waddle Mama. I just got the meteor shower <laughs> card and now I'm pretty much unstoppable. Instantly. I- instantly. Almost obscenely <laughs> walks over through the crowd. <laughs> How old is this <laughs> girl inside? Yeah, hold up. <laughs> yeah, we need to address uh, <laughs> some I'm age rolling. concerns. She's she's nineteen. She's nineteen. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the lot is green, boys. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's for sure gonna walk over. No, not at all. Over. Yeah, <laughs> walks over. I think he forgets a little bit what he's there for. Please and, tell uh, me his opening line is always "What up, Waddle Mama?" <laughs> <laughs> and he walks up to her and kind of just like not looking at her, 
just over her shoulder behind her, almost like he thinks somebody's photographing him, just uh, <laughs> whispers to her loudly, enough for her to hear, just says, Waddle Mama. Uh, she Do you waddle does Mama? The... <laughs> <laughs> Do you waddle, Mama? <laughs> you put a comma in it. <laughs> now it's two words. It's not an acronym. She uh, doesn't look at Mork either. Um, and also looks over, instead looks over Mork's shoulder as well. Also kind of like she's posing. She goes, yeah, I got, I got the meteor shower card. What do you know about it? Yeah. It's a pretty good card for, for rookies. Uh, um, go and make an inside check. Okay. <laughs> Mork. So this is Mork spinning game. It's like yeah. yeah. He has I'm no glad intention I got of doing this. anything. I want to be make that very clear. <laughs> <laughs> he only cares about the game of the truth. You said insight? Yeah. So that's a nat nine. Uh, she seems unfazed by uh, your comment. I said that's a pretty good card for a rookie. Yeah, yeah, I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> yeah, what's what your deck of, build like? What? Are you uh, are you pressure based or what? Uh, I like I like to be wild card based. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People, yeah, yeah. You don't know what's coming at you. I like to come at all angles. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I I'm more like more like defensive and stuff. Just wait. You know, my my. Yeah, time. you look like it. Yeah, you look like it. You look like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. No, no, they're I get that circling. a lot, honestly, because, like, I'm, 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 like, strong, and I'm, like, uh, fortified, and, you know, I, I yeah. make sure that, okay. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, wild, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, well, wild cards are, like, they're, they're easy to beat, so, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Ah, uh, that's because you, you haven't played me, that's why. Still not looking at you. Yeah, neither of them are looking at each other. No. That's very clear. They're not made eye contact. And his, goes, his collar is very popped. <laughs> um, she pops her collar as well. Oh, shit. She's got a collar? <laughs> oh, yeah. She's got a collar. Oh, okay, she's not about the truth mind. anymore, boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She, uh, she asks more. She goes, hey, uh, have you heard about the wild magic surgeons happening all over the nation? Or, or do you just play Waddle Mama all the time? Is that all you do? Is that all you do? You just play Waddle Mama? I would love to play Waddle Mama all the time. Unfortunately, I'm burdened with the facts that this world is corrupted. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? yeah. You know oh, why yeah. Why, the, why they're happening? You know why? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know why. Do you? Yeah? Do you yeah, actually know obviously. I have first out accounts. Okay, I read all I read all the literature. It's, it's, okay, it's I, because it's because the purple worms under the ground are crying and unleashing the righteous fury on their land. Since we probably aren't supplying <laughs> them with enough positive energies to, to, <laughs> to sustain all that young. Since you know, you obviously haven't done the reading. If you know that the purple worms <laughs> actually exist under Vegas, because they're they're centered under areas of positive. Yeah, but do you know where they lay all energy? their hundreds of eggs that they have Absolutely to supplement with energy all the time? What is happening right now? <laughs> are we playing this game or are you guys playing a different game? I, I think they just are arguing now. I don't know. You know, 
We'll come back later. Na- it's fine. Do you know the Go natural ahead. arcane springs that house the innumerable fairies of the hollow underground world must be drying yeah, up so the worms aren't able to bathe themselves in the mis- I, mystical juices? And she starts trailing off. And I think they're hear... both trailing off, just, <laughs> just <laughs> talking over each other, obviously not looking at each other directly. No, 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 at obviously all. not. <laughs> As you, you guys trail off, you also hear the same thunderstrike that Orin and Brill here. But Can I make a quick insight check on her? Yeah, before the thunder happens? Yes. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt us, but I feel like it's necessary on her specifically. Oh, it's necessary, all right. <laughs> oh, we're going to be necessary. Uh, I, I just want to know if she uh, is legit. I mean, her information is completely wrong, but <laughs> damn purple. One. She's on the right, the on the right path. Yeah. What'd you get? Oh, sorry. Nat 20, baby. No, you didn't. That's a 24, my guys. What? So I know see, everything. You see through her existence into eternity. This, this young lady is uh, head over heels in love with you. Oh my god, yes. Thunder cracks. Thunder cracks. Oh no! Already you're gonna rob me of Mark's love? Ah. And we're this moving hurts. to the next scene. Thank you very much. I hope, here's what I hope happens in this story, and I hope I'm not, uh, you know, Death by questions. a Thousand Crits, baby. Do That's the name of the podcast. Oh, I know. There's I all types of death, baby. <laughs> I, I just... Mark has never put himself out there like that. Do not do this to me. <laughs> he, his waddle mama's gonna die in his arms. Do not kill oh, my yeah. waddle mama. Like, right Don't leave away. me, waddle mama. Don't leave me. <laughs> Fucking thunder. Next next scene. Thunder. Now, others in town are on business, plain and simple, neither taking in the sights and sounds nor partaking in the frivolous entertainment. They have a job and it needs to be done. Standing at the edge of the town square with what appears to be a loyal companion at his side is a half-orc seemingly lost in his thoughts. Josh, go and introduce your character, please. Um, I am playing Bertram Athelnabby. Um, he's got a rich name because he was a rich kid. <laughs> um, but now he works for some slightly unsavory people. He's got kind of a steampunkish Peaky Blinders thing going on. Um, I he's got the, the shaved sides of his head, hair slicked back. Uh, he's got pretty nice clothes that are covered by tools and artifice or things. He's got his little side pockets with stones that he uses for his magic. and He's got two fat revolvers that are covered in dwarven runes and very art deco-y. Um, he's got a couple gold chains. He's a little more on the, the gray scale of the half-orcs kind of dark and his steel defender is in the shape of a giant boxer what's his name uh his name is krieger so he he's probably <clears throat> off by one of the food stands that aren't as populated and he's just doing some tinkering on krieger and watching the crowd as 
Bertram is tinkering and, and watching the crowd, he, he starts thinking back to his last rendezvous with his contact for the Craghand Syndicate, who he's working for. So we're going to flashback. Bertram, Bertram is sitting at the bar, the local tavern of Neo Rem, simply called the Tavern, and you're waiting for someone. What's Bertram drinking, or is he drinking as he's waiting? Whiskey. The waiter comes over and goes, hey, can I get you anything else? You good? I'm all right. That's fine. All right. Hey, just let me know. Uh, I see you in here a lot. Uh, you here for work or something, or what are you here for, man? Um, mostly work. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here for the summer. My parents, you know, come here for the summer. It's kind of a drag. So until like the festival, and that that's pretty fun. Otherwise, it's kind of like this. He gestures his hand like towards the, the tavern and like the bar area. Only a few people are in there. All of a sudden, you hear the bar door open, and in comes a dwarf. This dwarf has blonde hair that's in a warrior braid and an undercut, blue runic symbols tattooed along the left side of his head. He's wearing like a like a real slick looking Al Capone suit, and his jacket's unbuttoned. You know instinctively that that's because he has a couple of hand axes in there that if he needs to grab, it's ready to go. It's Tordier. It's your contact for the Crag Hands. He makes his way to you. He, he catches your eye. Uh, he signals to the waiter who's just walking away. Takes a seat across from you. Like he's been here hundreds of times before. Leans back in his chair. Waiter comes up to him and says, Ah, I'll have a nail. He cracks a cocky smile at, at you, and he begins to talk. He goes, Bertram, glad to see that you're still in one piece, my man. Any activity around these parts yet? I think Bertram will probably get up and walk over, bring his drink, light up a cigarette. He'll offer one to a tour uh, No, I don't, I don't smoke. Thank you, though. The waiter comes, puts his ale down. He starts to drink it. Uh, Nod to the waiter. Nothing particularly interesting unlike what i was told before coming out here it's been very boring here the whole time oh i mean i'm not gonna lie uh this is a boring place it's a boring place (laughs) yeah um (laughs) wow i love the honesty Dante, you made this place by the way you've been been working (laughs) it's your fault (laughs) You've been working for us for what? Uh, what? How long has it been now, Bertram, that you've been working with for us? Huh? Too long. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, I mean, your debt's pretty much paid. And, and in all honesty, and he, he leans in. He goes, you better hope something happens here pretty soon. He goes, I don't gotta remind you that you got some two sisters back home, Priest and uh, Anna. Is that their names? I mean, you. I don't know why you do this every time. Honestly, it just it. You, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't gotta remind you if you don't pay your debt, someone's gonna be making a visit to them. And maybe not just them. Maybe we'll say hi to mom and pop too. Fuck this guy. That sounds really nice. He sounds like just a friendly him. guy. I. He, 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 lean, he leans. He leans back. Uh, <laughs> 
takes a drink of, of his ale again, cracks that cocky smile at you. He goes, you know what? And this is from on high. Uh, if something happens, say like a wild magic surge, and he leans in close. He goes, if there's a body or something and you bring that to us, your debt's paid in full. And you've heard this before. Yeah. Um, last time him. you spoke with him. That yeah. specific of wild magic and then a body appearing? That's very yeah. specific. It is. Yeah, these wild magic surges have been happening all over the place. And, uh. and wild magic surges have not happened in, in Orthane for hundreds of years. Uh, is there always a body? I mean, this is, uh, you know, I don't know if Brill's going to know this, but is there always just a dead body? No, there's not. Oh, okay. So just weird stuff happens. Yeah. Yep. Sasquatch, uh, uh, UFOs, <laughs> that kind of stuff, right? There's not always a dead real. body. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Mork over here is like, real. I told you. <laughs> Mork's so uh, happy right now. <laughs> so he says that to Bertram, takes a drink of his ale, kind of leans back. So again, you better hope something happens here. I mean, I, I've brought stuff in before. Hey, you... Uh-huh. I'm gonna bring it if I find it. There, you know, I, I'm not confused on what I'm supposed to do. If that's true, I just, I just sure as hell hope that you're not hiding anything and you're not, uh, you know, trying to swindle the Craghand Syndicate. When have I ever even done anything close to that? That's what got you in the first place. Yeah, when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. Still I've you been who did it. actively working for you guys. I've brought in money, magic was, items. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, uh, it's the same story every time. Uh, bring us something. I want something next time I uh, come. Something of value. Uh, bring him sure something pretty. Uh, he's finished his ale puts it down, he points at the waiter and goes, hey, it's on his tap. Well, oh, fuck this guy. He uh, stands up. Oh, wow. That's too far. Pulls That's way his, too far. His, his jacket, readjusts his jacket, uh, slicks his hair back, feeling it, uh, looks up, take, like he like he's taking like a centering breath or something, just barely looks at you the side of his eye. As well, it's always good to see that you're still in one piece. And he walks out. Uh, I'm going to flick my cigarette ash at him because he is a giant dick. Yep. <laughs> and kill him in the back. Yeah, seriously. On behalf of the group, fuck this guy. Yep. He can eat that whole ass. I hate this guy. <laughs> uh, I can't stand he, this fucking guy. Also, yeah, what's uh, a nail? Huh? What's a nail? He ordered a, a nail. Ale. 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 Oh, I thought you said nail. <laughs> I was like, what kind of drink is that? Now I'm self-conscious about (laughs) how I talk, Joaquin. Thank you. (laughs) What the? This episode sponsored by Budweiser. Nail. (laughs) Nail. Get nail. Nail. (laughs) Like the sound of this. (laughs) Hit the nail on the head with the nail. I'm sick of this fucking guy. (laughs) You are suddenly pulled back to uh, the festival, Bertram. You hear this obnoxious laugh out in the in the background. Kind of pulls you out of that flashback. And suddenly, <laughs> thunder cracks. 
engulfs everything. You see bright light. You all hear the boom of the thunder at the same time. Then a deafening silence. And suddenly green, yellow, and, and blue energies dance in the middle of the square. One more crack with thunder, then all is silence. As if nothing happened. So it's like a really fast Disney Fantasia. Yeah. It was like, yes. uh, right. Immediately after all is silent, a crowd begins to form around the side of the anomaly. And with a shriek, everybody's alerted. All eyes turn to an object in the middle of the fountain. The water drips over something mangled and mutilated. A grotesque thing that looks both rotten and teeming with life. It faintly irradiates with a yellowish hue, and the water around it ripples unnaturally. Brill, suddenly everything goes dark for you. All signs of chaos fades from your hearing, and you begin to see figures. Now, you've had visions at prior sites of wild magic surges that you and Orin have gone to, but nothing like this. Going to make a perception check, Brill. 18. You see... Your vision starts to clear, and you see Orin on his knees in front of you, bloody, with his gun in his hand that's blazing with arcane energy around the muzzle. You also see a, a metal dog crouched over another man on the floor, looking like he's ready to attack. And you see one more figure with a black coat casting powerful magic from something in his hands towards another figure that's enshrouded in arcane energies. And just as quickly as the vision came, it is now gone, and you hear a loud, obnoxious laugh erupting from the crowd. <laughs> and Captain Reveda shouting out, That body there is mine! Oh, okay. Go and roll for initiative, boys. Fuck yeah. Hello, everybody. Uh, I just wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening to Death by a Thousand Crits. We have had an absolute blast playing and producing it. And we hope you enjoy it as much as we do. It's been a true labor of love for every one of us. Now, we know that the audio is subpar in this episode. But I promise it's all fixed in half of episode two and from there on out. So stick with us and I promise it will be worth it. You can follow us, follow us on Twitter at Death by a Thousand Crits. No S. Instagram, Death by a Thousand Crits. Facebook, just look us up, Death by a Thousand Crits. And please flood us with your fan art of the characters. Engage with us. We're going to have Discord up. We would absolutely love that. I'm pretty sure Joaquin and Matt and maybe me would even cry. Um, anyway, enjoy the rest of the episode and we'll see you next time. Thanks again, everybody. So here's how we're going to do this, gentlemen. This is not a traditional encounter. You are racing essentially to get the body, okay? On your turns, you can either take the dash action, okay, to get to the body. The body is a dash action away, okay? It doesn't matter what your speed is for this, just a, a dash action away. If you don't want to go for the body, you can instead take an action to either hinder or help somebody of your choosing. And you can specify whatever you want to do. This is what I'm classifying as node one. There's going to be a, kind of another part after this. So if your mission is to get to the body, it will help you once you are in node two. Does that make sense to everybody? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
If you choose to go for the body, you're going to roll a d10. So everyone make sure you have your d10. And there's going to be complications that arise that you have to... Of course there are. Make checks and saves for baby. You mean like hurdles? Uh, We're running hurdles to get there? Yeah. Kind of picture this like everyone is going for the body all at the same time. If that's your job. So everyone's doing this simultaneously. So there may be a, f a few of you or all of you that get to the body at the same time. And if that happens, we're going to roll an initiative contest to see who's able to snag the body first. Ooh, okay. You can get hurt during this, so you can injure or hurt people. And Captain Reveda is part of the initiative, okay? Can we use spells? Yes, you can use spells. And thank you for that, um, Matt, because that does bring up a good point for Orthane. For our listeners, is a world where magic, it, if you're not a wizard, a trained wizard in the schools, you're not al really allowed to use magic. It's looked down upon and it's it, it's illegal. So there's going to be a system in place, kind of a three strike system where if our PCs are seen using magic three or more times, somebody's going to be coming after them. Because you want to kill us. Well, not me, but the, the people in this world, you know. Oh, sure. They, they yeah, speak yeah. through me. They speak yeah, through the me. The ones you control. Okay, got it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Any questions? Um, no. Oren and Brill, you both got 15. So I'll let you guys choose since you guys are working together. Who would like to go first in this? Um, you definitely go first because I'm slower. They're okay. a little slower. Everyone, everyone right. is a dash action away, so it doesn't matter. I know. I know. All right, I so I take that. a dash action and I win. There, Oren wins. Boom! <laughs> Scene done. That's so you're right. going towards. You're going towards him. Oh yeah, dash, big Get time. Uh, Orange is going to be like, uh, not your body. You can't have it. He's going to make a dash. Going to roll d10, sir. One of them only d10. Yes. And it's a five. Dead in the middle. Five. <laughs> you're running towards the body, kind of at the same time that. Captain Reveda is making a statement that that's his body. <laughs> and streamers all of a sudden are falling in front of you, blocking your view to your quarry. Okay. Uh, go to make a perception check, DC 15, mm. to see if you're still going the right way because there's a lot what? of streamers here. A lot Going of streamers. A straight line. Kind of <laughs> Oh, you gotta like be Thor kidding Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> it's my birthday! It's my birthday! This is a fireworks scene in that <laughs> And Oren gets a nat one. A oh, no! <laughs> no! And Oren's dead. Oren is Oren. so distracted. And one of the streamers, oh. like a meteor, comes down and hits him in the head. He slices like the mother of all paper cuts into his brain. <laughs> so... Here, here's how this plays out. You're you're running and you forget in your excitement <laughs> that you also have a hand on your shoulder. No. Um, no, I don't. No, Warren does not forget you're that. Running, you're running. You see streamers. Oh, she just kind of pulls you back. She goes, not today. And all of a sudden you're disoriented hmm. and you lose your way. So you're halfway there. You're halfway. Brill, you're next. All right. So <laughs> I am... Uh, Brill is going to attack. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. 
Capitan <laughs> Raveda. Okay. So what would you like to do? Just kind of explain. Um, I am just going to pull out one of my knives and throw it right at his, probably his neck head area since he's got that big old cloak on. <laughs> Go to make an attack roll. With my knife. Oh, actually, actually, I'm sorry. Go ahead and roll D10 first to see what complication oh. arises. And because yeah. there's mass chaos going on right sure. now. Everyone's running around. There, People are screaming. Uh, animals are, are uh, everywhere. Uh, I rolled a nine. Nine. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this complication first, and then you can attack. Okay, so you kind of take a step, and you don't see this dog beneath you. Oh, and you step on the dog's oh. tail. Uh, how small this and dog would have had the to do- <laughs> It's a little tiny, like, chihuahua dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's, something he, more cute. <laughs> he, he is pissed, and he is trying to bite you. So go ahead and make oh, a mind. dex save. Jeez. It's a simple DC 10 dex save. Okay, with my modifiers or just... Yep, yep. Just na- oh, okay, okay. So you should have something separate there that says saves. Oh, my um, gosh. And you add that. The DC was 10. You don't pass. The no. dog bites you. You take 1d4 of piercing damage. Okay, now you want to attack Captain Reveda and you have disadvantage. Wait, so are you going to make the an D4 attack? Or as I get full d4 damage? I'll, I'll roll the d4. I won't be that cruel for two Yeah, I was guys. like, what? <laughs> uh, so you take, you take three damage. I'm a robot. Like, what, is, what is this? Am I made of tinfoil? <laughs> he, de- he dented like a little toe, one of your little toes or something. Okay. Uh, come on. Come on. Go ahead and make your attack on Captain Raveda and with disadvantage. Oh, great. So I got one, which was a, one of my rolls was a but the other one was a five. <laughs> so I guess There's never been a hurt more deep than that. <laughs> That's me. Little yappy dog bites you. You go to fling your knife. It, did, it completely takes you off balance. You lost that knife, my dude. It is gone in ah. the crowd. Okay, can um, I? You just hit a bystander or something. Just like, ah! <laughs> and he gets my arrested eye. and executed. What the fuck? He's dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It would sound just like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what the fuck? Oh my god! Who threw a knife at my son? <laughs> you sick bastard thrill. <laughs> um, can I use a can I use a bonus action to uh. to attack the dog? <laughs> what? <laughs> no! Kick Absolutely super not. Absolutely. <laughs> we dog. do not allow animal violence. Non-traditional no. combat, sir. No. No. <laughs> I mean, no. this dog, first off, whatever, whatever, I'm done okay. with it. Done with it, it is uh, Captain, Captain Raveda's turn. Uh, he he's going to make a dash, and he's going to laugh as he does it. He goes, ah! <laughs> this is what I come for. All of a sudden, there's a law enforcement officer. He rolled an eight. There's a law enforcement officer that shows up in front of him. Um, and he's just going to straight up 
uh, punch the guy. He's going to straight up punch the, the officer. Because why not? Because oh. why not? He decks the officer, but all of a sudden, now let me make a luck check. No other officers saw it, so no, nothing has been raised. Oh, good. Um, and uh, he's halfway. He's halfway. Um, to oh, the because body. of the officer, he's halfway. Gotcha. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Um, but does it matter if we're just dashing anyway? Bertrand's your turn. Um, well, h- him and Krieger are going to dash for that body. Um, D10, baby. I got a nine. Ooh. Okay. Is there another dog? That's what I wrote. Uh, There's going to be a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know this one. <laughs> um, How many dogs are in this town? You're making your way through the crowd as fast as you can, and you don't see behind this large crowd, but all of a sudden, you are running full speed, and all of a sudden, there's a cart shows up in front of you after you go through the, this throng of people. Go ahead and make a DC-15 acrobatics check, please. Oh. Got a quick uh-oh. question, though. Yeah. Would it be safe to assume that Bertram has walked around this area more than Yeah, a few but not times? in mass chaos. Not in mass yeah, chaos. Yeah, it's mass okay. chaos. That's uh, his, that's somebody his, moved uh, the cart in front of him. Other thing, though, can I see the edge of the fountain? Yeah, no, yeah, you see the fountain. Okay, so if this works, I'm going to use a bonus action to use one of my items that can teleport me up to 15 feet to an unoccupied space that I can see. There you, you go. Gotta, there you, you go. Gotta make, you got to make DC 15 acrobatics check, my dude. This is <sighs> non-traditional. This is non-traditional. You don't have that. DM does what he wants. Excuses is what You got to get out of the like. way. Yeah. I appreciate the thinking. Dern. No, you don't. Dern. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to give you my modifier of nine on this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I unfortunately, like, by a point, don't make that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. So much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Uh, which so would have been a problem, but whatever. You struggle, <laughs> you struggle to get past. Uh, the cart. So now you're halfway. You're halfway Wait, to the body. Do do I have to roll for Krieger too since we both did that? Or do I have to do a separate one for him? Go ahead and roll for Krieger. That's fine too. Because if Krieger makes it, then, like, then I'll let him f- get there. For a different obstacle or does he just have the same one? No, same one. Uh, he makes it. Okay. Excuse oh, he Krieger. didn't step on a dog this time? No. The dog didn't step on a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so you fumble <laughs> to get past the cart Krieger he clears it and now he's uh, at the body ready to pick it up um, just depends if anybody else gets there uh, Mork it is your turn uh, okay can I can I cast spells yes okay. but you gotta roll the DC the, the D10 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, first thing I'm going to do is, as a minor action, can I can I talk to this mystery woman? Keep it real short, my dude. Okay, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> no, this is all I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a, a thread of silk. And I'm going to say, if you find me all the threads, it's meant to be. And I drop the silk. Wow. And, uh, and then wow. I'm going to cast... Uh, That's pretty classy. 
I like Can that. I cast? Yeah, I, his hand is shaking hard. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I don't think uh, Mark has ever been in in the midst of a situation. He's always just investigated afterwards. Okay, and right. gone and done like any uh, sort of like arcane uh, investigation and stuff. But being that it, it has happened while he's there, uh, he's gonna cast a hypnotic pattern in the center where the body is. Okay. And hypnotic pattern is you create a twisting pattern of colors that weaves through the inside of a thirty foot cube within range. Uh, mm. The pattern appears for a moment and then vanishes. And then each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom saving throw. On mm. a failed save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration. While the charmed, uh, while charmed by the, by this spell, Jesus, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. So okay. the spell ends if an affected creature, uh, if it takes That's any awesome. damage or if someone else uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor. So I don't know if you guys know that or not, but that's what it is. So the wisdom okay, so... save is 13. So I'm going to roll this d10, correct? Yeah, roll d10. Okay. Oh, boy. Man, if this works, that's a seven. Legend, I'm going to be mad. Seven? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, here, here's what happened. Okay. It's a cat this time. Um... <laughs> You are about to cast this spell, and all of a sudden, you feel someone or something bump into you at the same time. I need you guys to roll a d20. Whoever gets the lowest roll is the one that bumped into Morph Basgard. Oh, oh shit. Us? So I do not roll? Oh. You sons of no. bitches. <laughs> oh, don't do it. Come on. 14? 19. Yes. I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> then let's just say you bumped into more. <laughs> I did. I I probably ran straight into him. The fucking cart. <laughs> <laughs> you bumped into the cart and then immediately bumped into him. Okay, yeah, now yeah, like a, here's a what I need. Here's what I need now. Okay, so Bertram yep. and Mork run into each other. Bam. Bertram, you know, he's, he's all like confuggled. Uh, after He's struggling, confuggled. Okay. Confuggled. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Uh, <laughs> after struggling with with the cart, uh, he smashes into Bork. Go ahead and make a s athletics check, both of you, okay, to see who's able to withstand this and stand up. Save. Athletics save, not check. I'm sorry. Athletics saving throw? Yes. Okay. And whoever loses is prone. I got a, I got a, uh, 21. Well, damn. he's short and his center of gravity oh. is so fucking low. <laughs> I, got, I got a 17. Oh my God. Damn. Okay. This is not Bertram's day. You are prone. <laughs> Morker. Mork, go ahead and make a perception oh. check, please. Mork. Okay. That's a 19. Okay. Yeah. You knocked by Bertram. Um, like, and, like, all of a sudden, like, you just seem, like, really athletic, how you caught your balance. You look over, and the girl you were talking to, her eyes are just huge, like. Oh, my God. Stunned. I can't, I can't okay. take this. The card that I play, by the way, is uh, Stucian's hypnotic symbol. 
and I draw one vertical line right next to it. I draw another vertical line right next to it. Another vertical line appears. And then right under that, three more sets of vertical lines appear. And they connect and make an S eventually. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the symbol. (laughs) (laughs) So they have to make a... Oh, wisdom. (laughs) Everyone's just like, and then I turn it 3D, and people are like, how the fuck did he do that? (laughs) So everybody within a a 30 foot cube has to make a a wisdom saving throw of 13, or else their their speed is zero. Okay, so uh, Bertram and Orin, go ahead and make that save. I have an advantage against being charmed, so I'm going to roll advantage on that. Captain Uh, Reveda, a wisdom? What what's this what's this Wisdom what's the thirteen. Throw? Okay. Reveda passes. Damn it. Wisdom. That's making, the one I was hoping to we're get. All making the save, right? God, thank God I have advantage because the first one's a five. I where do you check if you <laughs> and have a, thirteen. What is the DC on that? Thirteen. Oh Ty goes to the roller. What's it. up? What's that, Josh? Uh I just don't remember where my I I got a. <laughs> it's bad. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let's just say you need to pull out some other dice, my man. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm using <laughs> my new those ones. Fucking dice, dude. Oh no! I <laughs> oh, the ones I gave down. you. No. Oh, I rolled did a fourteen, fail? by the way. I did. I did fail. Brill, Brill, you weren't you. You're not within thirty feet because you didn't. Okay, move. I didn't think so. That's why I asked, but uh, yep. nobody yep. responded. Oh. So, so Orin and Rivea <laughs> saved, and then the people of this circle who see it. Yeah, and Bertram is on plaza. the ground prone. Uh, yeah, all and those charmed. all those people are charmed. What, a, they what about his dog? Oh, Ooh. roll. For, go and roll for Krieger. Can he be charmed? No, as a construct. And even if he could, oh, he's a he constructs. So okay, okay. <laughs> uh, awesome. So there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't matter. His master is. Oh, sorry. Kava's gonna go. She's also gonna make a dash for it. Kava is running. Also, after she kind of disorients Orin, she comes up to. Uh, all of a sudden, there's like a bunch of casks of like ale they must have like dropped out of out of a cart or something and she has to make a dc 10 acrobatics or intelligence check for that uh she's definitely gonna go acrobatics oh she's not a bright one no okay she she (laughs) no she passes she vaults she's just like fuck this and she's like jumps on top of the casks instead of trying to like weave through it no she doesn't have the body and she makes it to the body. To the body. Okay. Ah. So now it's Krieger and Kava. And Kava. Okay, so now what we're going to do is we're going to do an initiative uh, contest to see who grabs the body first between Kava or Krieger. Josh. Okay. okay. So roll d20, add your dex to it, because that's where initiative comes from. Dexterity more than uh, strength? Yeah. Even those tug of war. Mm. I mean, mm. what do you get? Kava got a 13. 
So he beats a 13. He Krieger not. grabs it. What do you get? Uh, seven. Oh, seven. Oh. He's a big metal dog, guys. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Give him a break. He, Wait. Is he is like... no spry athlete. Yeah. Um, <laughs> strength, though. Strength. But he is a good boy. <laughs> strength is definitely his strong suit. Dexterity is. <laughs> strength is, is that a strength? pun? Strength is his strong suit? Okay. No. How does he wear a suit, there. anyway? <laughs> Just like a little doggy suit? Yeah, I mean, he's a gangster, man. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Kava has the body. Uh, Captain Raveda calls out, Get to the ship! Get to the ship! Ha ha ha! And uh, we're going to move on to Node 2. Okay, everyone go ahead and roll initiative again. This is like a completely new... new, new uh, Initiative. Oh fuck yeah! Twenty-five. What? <laughs> what? Oh, that was 22. a nat twenty twenty-one. <laughs> Damn, we all, we all want Dude. it. <laughs> okay, let's give me that body. Uh... Yeah, give me that body. <laughs> yeah, the corpse. Okay, this time. Okay, in node two, I'm going to roll a d4. You guys don't know what that's for yet. Of course not. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I'm going to. It's how many? It's how, I'm sure it's how many cronies are going to pop up and help Captain <laughs> Raveda. Like, we know how this works. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so in this round, you guys can create complications for others or help other characters. Okay. okay. Um, so, for example, if you're carrying the body and you fail a complication, okay. So. Tell me, like, what you want to do, right? So if Bertram is like, I'm going to have Krieger try to snap at, at their heels and trip them up, then they have to make an athletic check okay. or save. Does that make sense? Cool, 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 so cool, now cool. you guys are creating complications instead of me giving you the complication tables. Now you guys are creating those complications for each other or doing something to help each other. Mm-hmm. And then the all, the, uh, all the craziness that's going on around us, that's not going to affect our chance of doing anything right we're not right so the, so think of it chaos. like like it depends if someone gives you a complication or not okay i see i see okay okay um and again if your if your mission is to have the body then make sure that you're going after the body and you know, oh all girl i got that body you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh, what's up <laughs> What's up? What's up? Oh, that sweet, no. sweet orangutan body. Oh, <laughs> long, long um, arms, baby. So <laughs> you see Kava just barely swipe up the body right before Krager uh, snatches the body with his jaws. Uh, and in one swift move, she starts running down the street. And you guys hear bells ringing out. Ding, 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 ding. Kind of like that it's like to signal the police or the mm. law enforcement thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Oren, you are up first. What would you like to do? Uh, let's see. So basically she's running away. Um, Let's see. Oren is going to take advantage of his uh, expeditious retreat spell. So that's basically going to let me on casting... I can take the dash action and then use the bonus action for a dash as well. It's going to basically double my usage of dash. Okay. 
what's the complication that you're trying to what are you trying to do to i'm assuming you're going after Kava, right oh yeah okay so what are you trying to do to Kava? first catch up to her of course but then uh as as Oren gets there he's gonna try to uh sweep the leg so to speak take the legs nice. out from under her fantastic okay uh go ahead and make an uh attack roll please unarmed attack unarmed attack here it comes yep. okay not too bad 17 i'll take it that hits her now she has to make a strength save so if you want to roll damage and i'll see if she is able to keep the body um, so, okay. What's the damage? Two. It's a hard, hard kick. Right there. Not looking for damage, looking for takedown. <laughs> so I mean, do does she go pro and drop the body? That's what I'm going for. She makes the save. She kind of stumbles. She still has the body, but she keeps running. Ah. Mork, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to gauge based on that spell that I cast, which was hypnotic pattern. Who's still moving? And okay. I, I'm assuming that I see Kava take the body. Yep. Okay. I am also going to cast Expeditious. Oh, walk. I'm sorry. Go ahead and roll a, a D20 luck check. Yeah. Because that was a pretty grandiose use of magic that you did. Mm. Yes. Very, very as well. Oh, that's true. That's true. Just straight, straight roll. You want you want above a 10. That's an 8. All right. Ooh. Uh -oh. bitch. I saw him do magic. <laughs> Ooh. He did magic. I'm telling okay. on you. Continue. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to uh cast expeditious retreat on myself. Okay. As well and try to get to the the body. To Kava? Yeah. Okay. Just at, then... at first level. Okay, and then what? So what kind of complication are you trying to create for Kava to make her drop the body? I am I'm trying... Well, I was hoping with that... Uh, what you call it? The uh, hypnotic pattern that I would have a bunch of people just stop in their path. Yeah. And oh! To, you know okay. what I mean? Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I like There's that. There's basically okay. a bunch of pillars in her way. Dope. Okay, so you see Orn go up and, and sweep, her, sweep her leg. She jumps over it, over it, uh, is able to, well, she gets hit, she saves. And then as she kind of is struggling to maintain her balance, she turns around and she knocks right into somebody and she goes sprawling. And you see this big hat kind of fly off. It was Pandolfo Malatesta. That she ran oh. into. <laughs> oh no! Okay? Oh. <laughs> he better be okay. <laughs> and me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll. You see him go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the body goes sprawling forward. Uh, and okay. Kayla is now prone on the ground. Sweet. So with that um, hypnotic pattern is a concentration spell, mm -hmm. and I mm -hmm. cast a first level spell, so it's it's off now. Okay. And I get two dash actions with that expeditious retreat. Awesome. Yeah, you, you get to the body if you want it. And do you want to pick it up? <sighs> yeah, I do. Okay. Unfortunately. All right, you pick it up. 
Awesome. So now Mork has the body, everyone. Avril, mm. uh, it is your turn. All right. What's... Go ahead. What? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to no. ask what's Mork thinking because he doesn't get involved in this stuff. He does much. not get involved in situations <laughs> like this. And I think, I, I think he was so chuffed by this this lady <laughs> and I, I love struck that he i think he wants to show off a little bit and he would he uh, if he ever in his mind has already prepared for the situation that i'm not getting involved i'm just gonna observe but because he's got a little love interest now he's he hasn't had that much before i think now he's feeling he's feeling himself a little bit he's gonna be gonna be going after it so what you're saying is he's gonna roll advantage on everything He's, he fucking better be. Yes, D, that's if right. you don't give me there advantage. He has the power of love. He has He's the power of love now. It worked for Marty McFly. Come on. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Brill, what are you doing now? All right. Brill is still keeping an eye on Captain Reveda because he just knows Captain Reveda too well to know, okay. uh, to know better than to take his eyes off of him. Um, he sees Kava, you know, fall over, drops the body, lets the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Somebody had to say it. Somebody, please. And then, uh, big man Mork, he... Big Mork? Big Mork. the body. <laughs> so, hmm, I know that Raveda is going to try to chase after him or at least try to call his cronies in. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to throw another <laughs> dagger and trying to stop him at his mouth, like across R- his lips. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. Okay, oh, it's dark. Right. I want to shut his his mouth. That is the, wait. Yeah. To who is this? Okay, Mark? so this is uh, this is a good, a good time to oh. introduce kind of like okay, a okay. Uh, cool combat homebrew mechanic that we've used, kind of used in the past, us friends in our home games. Uh, if you want to make a targeted attack, friends. Friends. Yeah. Friends. He's a friend. I'm a friend. You're gonna go there? I don't know if. I don't know if that's. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not right. Hunter now, is. But okay. Man. <laughs> 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 I didn't get to put a, push a cart this time. Let's just say that's. Uh, still, uh... Okay, so I'm, uh, so you want to hit hit him in the mouth, right? So that he can't Correct. summon possibly like his other pirates that are possibly waiting. So if you Correct. want to make that targeted attack, you roll with disadvantage. If you okay. just want to attack him just normal and and then maybe it hurts him or maybe it doesn't affect it, then you can make a normal attack. But if you want to make that targeted attack, go ahead and make it with disadvantage if you want. No, no, no. Hit the lips, bro. Yeah. Dude, hit the lips. <laughs> hit the lips. Bro, bro is very industry. confident in his robot arms. All right. Fortune believe- favors the bold, baby. Come on. That's right, baby. Captain Raveda is not prone. Okay. Right. I was right. Just he's still he's still standing up and laughing and pointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 13. Wait, and then do I add my proficiency with the dagger that I'm throwing? Yeah. Okay, so, so then it's 19. Oh, fuck yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. That's exactly 19, his baby. AC, dude. That's exactly oh, his yes! AC. That's so fucked up, dude. <laughs> this is like, Brill is a, he's a sweet guy, but um, he doesn't like understand humanity. 
That's my guy <laughs> right there. In the sense That's of like being humane in in action. So kill Brill, baby. He throws the knife. Kill it Brill. It goes sailing through the air. It does not spin or flip. It is like a laser beam. Just, just, oh, and just God, slices from one corner of his mouth to the other. Oren just, just starts like, laughing. Oren is just laughing his ass off. Right <laughs> he knows what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> I think wow. that's, that's, that's Brill, like, two, two of two for crazy things that he's done. <laughs> the cart, and now this. <laughs> so here's what happens, Hunter. Uh, oh, is he going to change the... Come on. So here's what it. happens. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, he's laughing, right? Captain Vade is laughing. This knife, as you described, completely slices his mouth. And he turns around. And you, again, you've interacted with Captain Raveda many, many times. Oh, yeah. And he turns around. Shot, bro. You just see this this incredible seriousness about him, Uh-oh. and you see purple energy in his eyes. Uh-oh. You've never seen this before, and he's gonna cast hellish rebuke on you. Oh no! 